Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, this is At The Helm Sports. I'm your host, Derek Helm. Thank you for joining me for episode 96. Please be sure to follow and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Leave those five-star reviews. Would be greatly appreciated. Coming to you a little bit late, recording this Friday morning. Have basically been sick and bedridden for the last two days, so wanted to give it a couple hours so that I wasn't sneezing and coughing in between every other word. So, here we are. We're putting out a pod, obviously, because... I am doing this on a Friday morning. It is just going to be me. So for those of you that have been listening for a long time, obviously a lot of these podcasts with myself, it's just 20 minutes, maybe a half an hour, give you as much information as I possibly can. But first, head over to themadlabmma.com. Everything you need over there for UFC, boxing, NFL, we have all the wagers in the Discord if you are betting on the Major League Baseball playoffs or soccer or college football. We have everything you need over there. So down in the description, you can click the link and and sign up there. Also, yardsperfantasy.com have plenty of write-ups, everything you need over there for season long, as well as DraftKings and thehelmsports.com. All my write-ups will be over there as well. But we're diving into week five. We kind of hard to believe that we're already a month into the season, but here we are, and and this is really where it gets kind of fun. We have the first week where teams are on bye, so only a 10-game slate, and, and this is where it gets pretty interesting because we actually have some serviceable data that we, we can go off of over the first four weeks, and, you know, with a, a smaller slate, there's going to be a lot more condensed ownership, so a lot more opportunities for leverage, and, and we'll get into that. So going to go game by game here, and we'll dive right into it. First, we have Houston at Atlanta, 41.5 is the over-under, and really just to touch on that real quick, a lot of games with low totals this week, but it's the first week that we actually do have two games with a total over 50, so kind of helps in a a smaller slate that not everybody's going to be keying in on just one game, Have have two of them that are over 50, and only three that are 48 or higher, so that's going to be interesting, just something to keep in mind, but... If we keep going here, Houston at Atlanta, 41.5 is the over-under. Atlanta is 1.5 point favorites at home. This one's pretty easy for me. I mean, Bijan, 7.7K. Guy has been a monster. Great workload. Houston is not good against the run, giving up a lot of rushing touchdowns. I think this could be a blow-up spot for Bijan. Definitely going to be using him. I think he's cash viable, and, and you could play him in GPPs. And then on the Houston side, just with how much Atlanta runs the ball, I mean, we see that this game has a low total. I don't know if I really want to stack this game too much. Might make more sense to just take a couple one-offs. Now, I I do think Stroud could be played in cash at only 6K, just with how much he's throwing the ball. Third most pass attempts already, and... I think he's fine for cash, but I worry about his upside a little bit for GPPs, so I'm probably not going to be stacking him for GPPs. But Nico Collins, 5.6K, I I think you could definitely go there with how productive he's been. You can make a case that he should be more expensive, so fine going there. And I'm willing to go back to Tank Dell at 4.8K, but probably would play just one of those two and then and then maybe bring it back with Bijan on the other side. And that's really all I'm looking at for this game. Next, we have Carolina at Detroit. 44.5 is the over-under of this one, so not too bad of a total. Detroit is 10-point favorites at home, so heavy favorites. They have a 27.25 implied team total, so 
they they think Detroit's going to score some points in this game, and I'd probably have to agree with them there. For that reason, Jared Goff, 6.3K, probably pretty cheap for, for what you're getting with him. Like him more at home anyway, and, and with a, a high team total, I think he's definitely in play. Now, Amon Ra is dealing with still that toe and now also an abdominal issue. So 7.8K says he's going to go, but that's definitely something we want to keep in mind. Could be a problem if for some reason he doesn't go. Josh Reynolds also banged up with a groin injury, 4.2K, but would probably put him in play. Khalif Raymond, 3.3K with his big playability, and Jamison Williams should be back this week. So I I don't know how much they're going to play him, but at only 4K... We know he has the big play upside, and if Amon Ra can't go and Reynolds is banged up, they might be forced to, to play quite a bit of him, so I, I think that's something to keep in mind there. Obviously, Montgomery has been an absolute workhorse. 6.6K is, is probably actually a little bit cheap for what he's been offering. I mean, elite workload, averaging 23 carries a game, has the fourth most carries, second most rushing touchdowns, second most attempts inside the 10-yard line despite missing a game, so definitely like that. 6.6K is pretty good for him. I'll I'll probably use him in cash and think he's fine in GPPs. Just want to keep an eye on his ownership. You probably could go to Gibbs, 5.9K. Probably going to be a little bit less popular, but (coughs) excuse me, does have some upside there, so that's really what I'm looking at on the Detroit side. Carolina, it's a little tough. Miles Sanders, 5.2K, questionable. He's a little banged up. We've seen Chuba Hubbard get a little bit more work over the past couple weeks, 4.5K. Might even be a little sneaky play with Chuba there, especially if Sanders is is really banged up. And then I'm only looking at probably Thielen at 5.1K. He's been heavily involved, so that's really all I like on the Carolina side. Next, we have Tennessee at Indianapolis. 42.5 is the over-under in this one. Tennessee is 2.5-point favorites on the road. On the Tennessee side, I I think it's pretty simple here. Derrick Henry, 7.5K. I know Tajay Spears has been involved quite a bit, but I I still think Henry's getting enough work and has enough upside at 7.5K. Should be a lower-owned play. I'm fine going there. And then maybe Chigakonkwo, 3.2K, is is the only other player I would play on the Tennessee side. As far as Indy goes, Richardson, 7K. For what he's offered so far this year, rushing, I I absolutely can go there and cash. Do like him for GPPs as well. Obviously, we saw a huge game from him last week. You compare him with Pittman, 6.4K. Downs is very cheap. Granson's only 3K, so if you wanted to do that, I, I don't think I would pair two of them with him, but maybe Richardson, one of those guys, and bring it back with Henry, and then Jonathan Taylor might be playing, and you know we, we've seen in the offseason just going back and forth with the team and, and not happy, but at this point, he has no choice. This is the team he has to play for, and the guy is talented. If, he, if he's 100% healthy... I think Zach Moss should be an absolute afterthought here, and and Jonathan Taylor should get a lot of work. Now, the issue is Tennessee has been very, very good against the run, so I don't know that you want to go right back to Taylor in this, but he'll probably be very low-owned, and at 6.8K, it's pretty cheap for what Taylor can offer, so in some larger GPPs, might not be a bad play. 
But really, that that's all I'm looking at in this game. I, I just don't think there's a lot of upside, and it's going to be a common theme here. We, we have 10 games, and a lot of them, I, I don't know if they make a lot of sense from a, a heavy stacking standpoint. So might just be one of those weeks where, where you can pick and choose and, and kind of just pick some of the best plays rather than overly stacking. You know, find, find the, the stacks that you like the most, and then maybe a, a couple one-offs in some of these other games. But next we have the Giants heading to Miami. 48.5 is the over-under here. Miami 10.5 point favorites at home. 29.5. Highest team implied total on the slate for Miami. So definitely want to get your Miami players in there. Tua 7.1K. Not a bad price. Obviously Hill, we know the upside he has at 9K. Waddle, same price pretty much every week. 7.5K. <coughs> Excuse me. I do think Waddle would, could be a little bit sneaky in this one. Obviously, hasn't been great so far this year, but we've seen this from Waddle. He just disappears for long stretches, and then he'll have a humongous game out of nowhere. So I think he's definitely coming in lower on than, than Hill, and you could definitely go there. And then as far as the running backs go, obviously, HN has had an incredible stretch here. 6.1K is not bad for him. I think you could go there, but I actually like most there a little more. Still getting a ton of work, 6.2K, and should be a little bit lower owned than, than HN. So I, I don't mind that. As far as the Giants side go, they, they just look broken. Wandale, 3K. I mean, it's, it's very rare that we get a wide receiver at the min that's involved as much as he is. So you can go there. I prefer it more in cash. Just with how bad the Giants have been, I don't know how much his upside is. But at 3K, you really don't need much to pay off. And I know it sounds crazy, but I'm fine going to Daniel Jones. Now, this offensive line is terrible. He hasn't looked great, but 5.8K is, is pretty low for the rushing upside he offers. I, I think that he could definitely pay off that price with them trailing in this game, and, and it's a cheap piece if you want to go Hill. I mean, you could even go Hill, Mostert, and bring it back with just a naked Jones. Or or Waddle, Mostert, and bring it back with a naked Jones. And, and that's not a really, really expensive stack that probably has a lot of upside. You, you get that high total from, from Miami, and if Jones has a ceiling game... You're, you're on your way. I think that could be a sneaky little st stack there, and I'll have a couple of those. Then we have New Orleans at New England. This one is, is gross, 39.5 over under. New Orleans is one-point favorites on the road. I, I really I want nothing to do with this game, really. On the New England side, uh, it just doesn't look good at all. Ramondre is banged up. Zeke is unplayable. Mac Jones sucks. The wide receivers suck. Maybe Hunter Henry, but he's a little bit priced up. New Orleans side, basically, I, I would pay, play Kamara, 6.3K. Just We saw the heavy workload last week in his first game back. And Olave, 6.9K. Could be, could be a good spot to go back to him after how bad he looked last week. But he still has upside at only 6.9K. So that's really all I'm looking at in this game. Baltimore at Pittsburgh. This is another ugly one, 38 is, is the total in this one. Baltimore four and a half point favorites on the road. Really not a lot to like here. You could play Lamar 7.8K just with the rushing that, that he provides. Flowers at 5.5K is talented enough. I, th I, I think that's fine as far as the play goes. And then Andrews 5.5K is probably still too cheap for 
what he can do. I mean, we, we, we saw a good Andrews week last week, so I'm, I'm fine with those three. Maybe Pickens on, on the Steeler side, 5.2K. Just his big playability, uh, I think that's fine. And Jalen Warren's getting enough usage, especially in the passing game. Maybe 4.9K he pays off, but for the most part, I'm probably going to be staying away from this game. And that's really all I'm looking at. Now we head into the late set of games. We have Cincinnati at Arizona. 44.5 is the over-under of this one. This one could actually be interesting. I don't think I'm going to play Burrow with how terrible he's looked. I, I do get that some people are probably going to go there, and, and maybe you know this is a bounce-back week. But I'd probably rather just some one-offs or, or maybe even Mixon and one of these wide receivers. Mixon at 6.4K. With Burrow banged up, they, they could rely on him a little bit more, so... I'm fine with that. Chase, 7.9K. Obviously still getting a huge target share. Was complaining last week that he's always open. So definitely think there's a squeaky wheel possibly there with no Higgins. And speaking of no Higgins, Boyd at 4.5K is not bad over the last three weeks. Averaging eight targets even with Higgins in the lineup. So he he should see an uptick at 4.5. Don't know what his ceiling is. Maybe more of a cash play. But I, I do think you could go there. Just keep an eye on the ownership with him. And then I actually like Arizona quite a bit here, which is pretty crazy to say. But Dobbs has looked good. 5.2K, I think you could do worse. I mean, the guy's offering some upside with, with his legs. He's getting it done in the passing game. And, and he's actually making these wide receivers look pretty good. Marquise Brown at, at only 5K, I just... The guy has been consistent. He, he's been getting a good amount of targets over the past couple weeks. 27 targets over the last three weeks. He scored two touchdowns over that stretch at only 5K. I, I, I think it's a great price for how how involved Marquise Brown has been. We saw Wilson at only 3.7K get, get involved last week. He does have some big play upside. I, I think he's a very talented wide receiver. So I, I don't know that I would pair both of them. But, I mean, if you if you go with Dobbs and one of these guys, it, it makes Chase's 7.9K very easy to fit in. I do like stacking this game quite a bit. And I mean, you could even throw Ertz in there, 3.5K. Tight end is so hard as it is to to get. If you pair Dobbs with Ertz, I mean, you're filling two positions at, at pretty cheap. So I think there's a lot of options if if, if you're stacking this game from, from that standpoint. And I'll, I'll definitely be going here. And and really, I mean, if, if you want to say that maybe some of these other games don't don't reach that high total that that they have maybe this one goes over a little bit you go Mixon and chase Dobbs to Marquise Brown and Ertz or or Wilson and Ertz and if this game gets there that could pay off big time so I I do like it next we have Philly at the Rams 49 and a half nope sorry it, it is a 50 total and Philly is four and a half point favorites on the road this one, I think, could be interesting. The Philly side is going to be pretty expensive. Hurts, 8K. A.J. Brown, 8K. Devontae Smith, 7.4K. So, pr- pretty expensive stack if you're going there. It, it obviously could pay off. We, we saw it last week. A.J. Brown will be much more popular than Devontae Smith, but we've seen this story before where, where Smith can come and just absolutely blow up while Brown maybe takes a backseat. So... You, you could definitely play either one of them. They definitely have a ton of upside. Goddard is too talented at 4.2K to 
to be this bad all year. So I, I do expect at some point he's going to show up. I don't know if it'll be this week, but could be worth a stab. And if you're playing anyone in the backfield, it, it's Swift. 6K is fine for him for how involved he's been. And I, I do think it'll get you some leverage because I do think Hertz and, and Brown will be pretty popular. Stafford at 5.6 is probably in play for how much they've been throwing the ball. I, I don't think I'll go there. Kyron, 6.7K, obviously has one of the best workloads in football right now, so definitely can go there, getting the ball a ton inside the 10-yard line. <coughs> Whew. Puka Nakua, elite, elite, elite workload so far. I mean, we've seen the numbers just on a historic pace. 7.7K is, is probably too cheap what he can do. Now, obviously, if a Cooper Cup does come back, that could hurt him a little bit, but I think if Cup plays, I'm still going to Puka in, in GPPs because it probably lowers his ownership, and, and we don't know that Cup is 100% or he's going to get the Cooper Cup workload, so I'm fine going to Puka. That would probably take 2-2 out of play for me, but I mean, you could probably go to Cup too in larger GPPs. Just if, if he's back and he's 100%, he's Cooper Cup, so I don't think anybody's going to own him, and, and that could be a sneaky play, but... I do like Puka still, and Higby's in play at 4.1K with how much he's involved. So if you are stacking this game, it does get difficult because of how expensive it, it is on, on the Eagle side. And then if you're using Puka at 7.7, Kyron 6.7, Cup is really expensive. So just something to keep in mind there. But I do think it is definitely stackable. Next, we have... The Jets heading to Denver, 43.5 is the over-under on this one. Denver is two-point favorites at home. I have seen it at 2.5 also. This one is pretty straightforward. We we heard Salah saying Brees won't be on a pitch count anymore, so I, I do think that that increases his ownership tremendously at only 5.4K. So I, I'll, I'll play him, but... Definitely got to be mindful of what contest you're putting him in because I do expect him to be very, very highly owned. I do like Garrett Wilson quite a bit at 6K. Now, those of you that are looking to play Zach Wilson at 4.9K, I get that he looked good last week, but I mean, let's be serious. What did he throw for 240 yards and two touchdowns? Yeah, that's good for Zach Wilson, but that that's still not good. He's still Zach Wilson. People made such a huge deal about that game, and it's like, it's like you're seeing like someone that has no idea what they're doing just finally have a little semblance of competency, and, and I'm not willing to bank on that. Now, granted, Denver's defense is absolutely horrific, so I get it from that standpoint, but I'm probably still staying away from Zach Wilson. It would basically just be Brees and Garrett Wilson for me. On the Denver side, I, I don't like much either. If Javante can go at 5.5K, I'm fine there. They're using way too many wide receivers, which I don't get. You're, you're paying these guys a ton of money, and and you're just using scrubs, absolute no-names, instead of Sutton, Judy, and, and Mims is a freak. He needs to get more playing time, so I, I really don't get it from that point. But if I am playing a wide receiver, it's probably Sutton, 5.4K for the touchdown upside, and maybe Mims just because he can get there on limited touches. But this Jets defense is good. I do think both defenses are probably in play. You know, you, you could see this being a, a high-scoring game kind of because of how terrible Denver's defense is. But I, I don't know if I'm going to really be banking on this game too much. Maybe just play a little bit of Brees or, or Garrett Wilson and be on my way. Next is the game. 
Kansas City at Minnesota, 52.5 is the over-under on this one. Obviously, KC is expensive, but Mahomes, 8.2K, definitely in play, has actually been providing a lot in the rushing department. So, do like him. I, I, I think for that reason... I mean, if you're not playing him with Kelsey, maybe you just play Mahomes naked and hope he spreads it around a lot because it's hard to choose which one of these receivers it's going to be. If I had to choose, I probably like Rasheed Rice at 3.6K just because of how cheap he is. We see MVS have blow-up games every once in a while, 4.1K. Maybe that makes sense with how bad Minnesota's defense is. And then, obviously, Travis Kelsey is always in play, 7.6K. If you just wanted to go Kelsey and just think it's a, a Kelsey game and, and you don't need Mahomes and everything goes through Kelsey, I think that's fine. And then just heavily stack the, the Minnesota side. Cousins, 6.9K is a good price for him. Obviously, didn't look too great last week, but at, at home in this game environment, I'm, I'm fine going there. Justin Jefferson, 9.4K, is extremely expensive, but he's Justin Jefferson, so go for it. If, if you wanted to just do a, a skinny stack with Jefferson and Kelsey and just say that they're the ones that blow up this game, go for it. Obviously, it is a little bit expensive, but I, I'm fine with that. Addison, 5.3K. I, I think that's fine. We've seen the talent. We've seen the upside. Last week was not great, so... I think it should keep his ownership down, but in this game environment, if, if you want pieces, I, I'm fine with that. And then Hawkinson is my favorite play in this game, actually, 6.5K. I, I just His price just keeps staying the same. He has a very solid role, and I, I think this could be a blow-up game for him. So I do like him. I actually think you could go with the two tight end build here and, and put one of them in your tight end, and you know Hawkinson and Kelsey be your tight end flex. And then Madison, I, I think, was still involved enough. It's going to be interesting to see. Maybe Akers gets more involved as time goes on, but I, I think Madison could still be usable for the time being. But that's really all we're looking at here. As far as game stacks go and, and leverage, I'm probably definitely going to be on that KC Minnesota side. I, I really do like that a lot. Like I said, I like Cincinnati and Arizona. And then maybe a little bit of the Giants in Miami. That That's really where I'm leaning at so far. As far as high-owned plays and maybe some ways we can get off the leverage, obviously it's still early. It's, it's only Friday. But if we're looking at who's projected so far to be the highest-owned, at running back we have... Joe Mixon looks like he's going to be up there. I, I just... I think with that game environment and how bad Burroughs looked, we could maybe see him somewhere around 30%. Bijan, same thing, probably somewhere up around 30%. So I, I definitely think I'm eating that chalk a thousand percent with, with his upside and his, his ability. A-Chain, I mean, we could see him 20, 25%. So like I said, that that's why I really love Mostert. I think he's a huge leverage spot there. Montgomery probably gets a little bit popular, so if you wanted to go the Gibbs side there, that that's some leverage. And then if we're looking at wide receiver, Wandale Robinson is definitely going to be up there. Don't really know how much leverage you, you can find there because I don't want to go to any of the other wide receivers there. And then Chase is going to be up there, so Boyd is probably going to carry... 15 to 18% too. So re really not too much you can get there. It, it does look like the Cincinnati guys, even though they've looked terrible 
other than Chase, they're, they're going to get some ownership. So just something to keep in mind there. But I, I do think that it is a pretty good game environment. So I, I'll probably go there. And then, as I said, Tyreek Hill, not going to be as popular as he should be. So Waddle, though, is going to be pretty low owned. And, and <coughs> sorry about that. So we, we could see Waddle have one of those ceiling games and, and you could get him at, at a very low ownership and, and that would make a ton of sense. Kelsey's going to be the highest owned tight end. Hawkinson, probably only coming in around somewhere around 8%. So I, I do, like I said, I, I like Hawkinson quite a bit in in this week and I, I do think you could definitely go there. And now that I'm looking at it, I just realized that I completely, in that Detroit and Carolina game, just skipped over Sam Laporta at 5K. He's absolutely in play and actually won't be too high-owned. 5000 for a tight end, maybe you don't want to go there. But if you if you could find a cheap stack and, and he fits in, he's definitely in play there also. But I, I do like the Hawkinson side as, as a lower-owned play of that Minnesota and Kansas City game. But that's going to do it for this week. Struggled through. I mean, you could probably hear it in my voice. Not doing great, but obviously got to get something out. So hopefully we covered all the bases. I, I do think that, again, this is going to be a fun week. There, there's spots where we can find some leverage. And it, it does, at first glance, look like an ugly week. But there, there's some spots we can go. And I definitely think it's an opportunity to make some money. As always, check out themadlabmma.com. Check out the description. Click the link. Head over there and, and see all the options. YardsPerFantasy.com, TheHelmSports.com. All my write-ups will be over there. That's going to do it for this week. I need to go drink some tea, eat some cough drops, and maybe take a nap. But let's smash this week, win some money. As always, thank you for listening. I am your host, Derek Helm, and remember... Stefan out there.